Ladies and gentlemen, it's another brand new episode of Coded. It's your host, Kemble. Got some very interesting topics, and we also got some Twitter poll results from last week's Valentine's Day edition about sex being a gift and letting the hurt go, which got a lot of people in their feelings. But, you know, it is what it is. We're all grown here. But as always, I do have an outstanding guest panel with me today. Of course, also one of my good friends who has his very own podcast. So, as always, I let my guest panel introduce themselves. So, ladies first. Hey, y'all. It's Tori. Oh, it's uh, Ugo, a.k.a. Let's Go Ugo from uh, the GPG Podcast. I'm Justin, also known as always Justin Time from the GPG Podcast as well. Oh, it's nice to have you guys on. You know, I'm always here for fresh new faces, you know, being on the show. So I appreciate you guys coming out. We appreciate the opportunity. All right. Nice to be here. All right. right, So I guess we can go ahead and get into it. Of course, uh, this past week, we all know about the dreadful school shooting over in Florida. Um, It's obviously also the 18th school shooting this year alone. Of course, we're already here in February. A very big issue. Um, And I see a lot of people are very much very sensitive about the topic, especially when it comes to guns. You know, I'm pretty sure we all, I'm not going to say we all agree, but I understand that you have a right to bear arms, but at the same time, with the things that are going on nowadays with the school shootings. And of course, there's been 293 since 2013, which is pretty bad in itself. So my question to you guys is, what are your feelings about the school shootings? And what can we as a nation do better in terms of trying to get these guns out of these schools? Well, for one, I I kind of see both ends of the spectrum as far as gun control versus you have the right to bear arms. I feel like people think that gun control means gun confiscation, like they actually have to take the guns away from them, which is not necessarily what that means. It just means you need to put more laws in place that control what you can and cannot get and who can and cannot get what. There's no reason why a 19-year-old can't go legally buy a drink, but you can have an AR-15. Like, you can just walk into a place and get one. Like, that's crazy to me, especially somebody that's known to have mental issues, which most of these school shooters, i.e. white males, that seems to be the running theme here. So why are they having such easy access to guns? I just don't really understand it. It's crazy. It's really sad what happened to those students, but... We, we got to figure out something better to do. I think with the, uh, you know, the Constitution is set up where we're allowed to make amendments. Um, the, set your, the second amendment says that you have the right to bear arms, right? That was written over 300 years ago, back when we had muskets and rifles where it takes you 15 minutes to reload. Um, the founding fathers did not anticipate AR-15s. So I think that in this, in this sense, in this climate that we're in, the Second Amendment needs to have some changes made to it. We have to do something where, yes, you should be able to protect your home. I mean, that was really what the whole point of the, the guns were to be, the British were coming. You should be able to shoot the Red Coats down if they try to enter your home and like take over your property, fine. 
a robber comes in, try, tries to invade your home, you have the right to kill him or main on shooting, whatever. Um, but yo, there's no reason why you need to own an AR-15. Right. You don't need an AR-15 to protect your home. This is a military grade weapon. This should not be street legal at all. I feel like um, we said this a while back. It's just after Sandy Hook, nothing happened, and it was like that was elementary school kids. So I really don't know if there's anywhere to go now. Like I'm glad the kids that were actually there speaking up and getting on video and you know in the heat of the moment saying true things. Like I don't know if I would have been able to do that if I saw my friends get gunned down. Like I probably wouldn't come out for a long time, but. And it's just, uh, it's you know, once you get money involved, it's hard to change people around, like, especially the people that are making the laws and everything, because everybody getting something from the NRA, you know, they're like, shit, I'm not going to give my check up. <laughs> I'm sorry right. for them, but I'm still walking, I'm still breathing, I'm still spending my money, so that don't got nothing to do with them. That's how people look at it. But I don't know. Hopefully, it's on us, really. It's on everybody else. Like, you got to... If seeing the president and like what's happened, all these people, these events occurring, doesn't make you want to go out and vote the right people in, there's nothing that really will, to be honest. Yeah. And speaking of Sandy Hook, I, I saw a tweet like earlier, like in the week, and they were saying, well, since Sandy Hook happened, why couldn't Obama, who of course was our president at that time, couldn't really regulate and do all things with guns? Well, one of the big reasons is he had a Republican backed Congress. Mm-hmm course which clashes with him all the time and it's not like a president can just sign an executive order all willy-nilly he needs the backing of the congress and it's heavily republican and majority of those republicans are funded by the nra Mm -hmm. so that's also a very big issue and speaking of mental health uh, i don't know if you guys saw trump actually reversed the obama law in which people who had mental health couldn't purchase guns now they can how do you guys feel about that? Wow, that's crazy. Um, I don't even know what to say about that. That's a mess. I just think that it's not even about the law itself. He just wants to reverse anything that Obama did because it's Obama. That's really what that boils down to because I don't even think he realizes the things that he's doing. I think somebody said this yesterday. I think that he just signs stuff and just tweets. Like He's just on his phone and tweeting and golfing and then everything else they give to him, he just signs it. I don't even think he realizes the consequences to his actions and the things that he's doing. It's sad and it's crazy because he probably will get voted for another term. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at, um, I remember that day very fondly. Uh, you see Republican leadership in, in, the, in the White House lawn, you know, everybody smiling and laughing uh, that they're, you know, we re- repealed the, the bylaw that uh, protected um, people from buying guns that had mental issues. And then yesterday in the days, you know, the last couple of days, we see everybody blaming this on mental health. So it goes, mm-hmm. not only it goes back to that law, it goes back to the health care issue. You know, we, you're repealing health care, those, those same uh, health care laws that were put in place to help combat mental health. Now, everything is, everything comes back full circle. So it, it's just funny to see that you, you know, the Republicans are basically just conflicting with, you know, their actions. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny. Yeah. And I mean, America's not like the best place. So it's like, 
everybody's suffering from some type of mental health. Uh, it's just varying degrees. But the people that have it the worst can't get the help they need. And, like, that's the biggest problem. And the story always stays the same. Like, it's a kid coming in. Oh, we got family issues. We got mental health issues. Blase, blase, whatever. Like, I mean, you don't see young black kids going through that shooting up schools. <laughs> right. And they got a lot worse stories, like, just overall. Like, I can think about people that we went to school with. And it's like, he didn't have no father. Or his mother wasn't there. Or he was suffering from this. Or, you know, he had to wear the same stuff over and over again. But none of my school got shot up. So I just, I don't know. The mental health thing is a big thing. I don't even know where to start attacking it from. Because like I said, everybody suffers some way. Like depression or uh, they got anxiety or something. like. And some people just have it worse. So I don't know how you attack it. But hopefully in the coming years we can figure something out. But even the mental health thing is like an American thing. You don't see in other countries where they have all this, oh, I have depression, I have, I'm bipolar, schizophrenic, paranoid. Like, that's an American thing, too. So it seems like all of these things are just our country. The shootings, the mental health, like, what is it about our country that we need to figure out so that these issues won't keep happening i don't know like where do we even start because like you said everything builds upon itself then you got to go back to healthcare. then you got to go back to laws that are in place then you got to go back to this or that like it's like never ending where do we even start i feel that ordinary citizens shouldn't even be able to have access to those like military grade right. type weapons like there should be no reason like an ordinary person can walk into a store and be able to buy an ar-15 put it in his trunk and that be that because uh, another angle I saw on Twitter was, you know, uh, we need these weapons because one day, you know, the government, we might have to go against the government or, you know, something to that effect. And my <laughs> and my response to that is, do you think your little AR-15 going to stop the U.S. Right. government? <laughs> like, what? You don't stand a chance, bro. Yeah. Like, what? The U.S. government got shit you have never seen before. First off, they got training. Right, let's start there. Let's start there. Oh, you're playing Call of Duty since you were 14. That's what it is. (laughs) You have a hide right behind this. I'm Gucci. That's not how this works. GTA and shit, thinking that they're about to go merc somebody like... Go sit down. No You're not going to do anything. <laughs> None at all. It's a straight dip. Okay. A lieutenant gunner in the Mojave Desert has a drone that's coming for your house right now. What is your AR-15 going to do? <laughs> Look nice in the picture they took. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Oh, man. And also, just speaking about, you know, mass shootings in general, of course, we all know majority of the ones that have happened here in the United States have all been white with the exception of the one guy from Virginia Tech Um, but it's crazy how black people are still painted as enemy number one when it comes with guns when we're not the ones actually causing the mass shootings but that's none of my business though that is a whole other topic Oh, but to our listeners, how, what are your feelings toward the school shootings? Just let us know. We have our Twitter polls up right now. And speaking of Twitter polls, we have the results from last week's episode, the Valentine's Day edition. Uh, we had two interesting polls that were up, and we had a lot of uh, conflicting opinions about these topics. But, you know, that's for another day. <laughs> uh, the first poll was, of course, which was the first topic. Is sex a gift? The options were, um, pretty much. 
Uh, nah, it's not. The winner, with 80% of the vote. Nah, it's not. Okay, I'm glad 80% of people have sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we talked about we this did. Yeah, it's like not a that's not a gift. Oh, you <laughs> 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 New pussy is a gift. Bad. I'm a okay, I'm gonna remember that. Especially if you've been waiting on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think the, the angle that we went with like on our episode was um, if you had been in this relationship uh, less than six months. So let's just say you got into the relationship in November, you know. Y'all, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas is rolled around, you know, y'all prime for Valentine's Day. Like, it's still new, y'all still in that little honeymoon phase. Especially if you had it before. <laughs> it's brand new. True. Well, I don't know. That's not the case. <laughs> I don't know if we can be together five months and not have no sex with <laughs> You can. And of course the second poll that was brought up Was in regards to the topic of Letting the hurt go The question was Should you go into a relationship Knowing that you're still holding on to hurt From a previous relationship The options were Don't see the issue here And nah, gotta heal first The winner With 88% of the vote Nah, gotta heal first That's tough for the people that don't really see the issue here. Um, you need some I, mean, I feel like you do have to heal, but I also feel like it's certain things that you don't even realize until you get into it. Because I thought that I had healed like when I was in a relationship. I was like, oh, I'm straight now. I can date again. Then I started dating and was like, oh, hold on. I'm not straight. <laughs> I need to chill. So some things you really aren't even going to notice until you get into the relationship. And then you're like, okay, I need to work on these things. But you have to be extremely self-aware for that, which a lot of people don't so heal first yeah I agree with that um, also you know just communicating that to your partner I think uh, it goes a long way because I've been in situations where um, the girls that had feelings for her ex you know there's some things that were haven't been buried yet and um, she didn't really do a good job of communicating that to me so you know I, I used to be a very combative person so <laughs> I definitely was the type where I was going to pull up to her ex-house and, like, burn no, some shit down. So, um, you're right. I mean, but, that, but I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm healed. You know, I'm a new person. I'm a you know, the G is so. for God, so. Exactly. <laughs> That's what his hat says for the listeners. Sorry. That is definitely what it says. <laughs> that is what it says. Great, great topics, I guess, from last week. And, of course, we got some new polls that are going up as well. And going into our next topic, I was at work this past week. And my boss ordered some pizza. There were two different pizzas. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, one was, you know, it, it was bruschetta. And the bruschetta, no, bruschetta was actually kind of nice. You know, it had no meat on it, but it tastes like it had meat on it, but it was plain. But the other, the other pizza had a certain fruit that for some reason, everybody has a lot of feelings toward that was on said pizza. So my question to you guys is, does pineapples belong on pizza? 
I am so glad I'm here for this today. I would just, can, can everybody hear me? Okay, I would just like to say <clears throat> that pineapple does belong on pizza. I don't care what any, I don't care about y'all smacking y'all teeth. I don't care what you have to say. It goes on pizza and it is great, especially Look here now with jalapenos. It will change your life. Get a pizza with some pineapple and some jalapenos. It don't even matter what else is on it. Just those two gotta be on there. Y'all gonna think I'm weird. I don't care. It is so good. Y'all sleep. <laughs> if you can so see his face right now, he this man is hurt. <laughs> Can I believe what I walked into? <laughs> But now nah, uh, I I agree. Um, it's but it's uh, I like the pineapple and ham. I've been eating that for a long time. Like, and when I first had it, I was like, all right, it's kind of interesting. But it's just it's an interesting it's an interesting combo. Um, it's not for everybody. Like some people gonna be like, nah. Some people don't eat fruit at all. So <laughs> you unhealthy as fuck. <laughs> you know, That's you know, weird in itself. You don't eat fruit at all. That's another underlying. <laughs> but it's the truth. So I'm just saying, uh, to each his own. I, I I don't mind it. I never had pineapples and jalapenos. But Try it. I see. <laughs> I see and let you know. Now Hugo, what's the what's the harm? Jalapenos and pineapples sound like you're gonna be on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the asshole gonna be singing Candy Rain. Like wow. I don't know. Like I, that that just sounds bad. I don't know, wow. um, but no, I, I am a big proponent of no, no no fruit, no fruit on pizza, please. Like I'm I'm a meats guy, I'm a veggies guy. That's that's how I grew up. I will say that I've had one pineapple pizza uh, in Cali. It was I can't remember the restaurant, but it was probably like the best one I ate. But it was still subpar. So that's that's saying a lot. So I'm like. No, no fruit on pizza. I'm gonna okay. give me green onions, chicken, bacon, and like mushrooms. Like put it on some barbecue sauce. Like call it a day. That's my that's my type of pizza. No mushrooms. Yeah, I don't, I don't like mushrooms. I, don't like mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I I personally I I like pineapples on pizza, but only for one way. The sauce can't be marinara. The sauce it has, has to be barbecue. It has to be barbecue. Yeah. It has to be barbecue. Yeah. yeah. It ha- it, it, I feel like the pineapple don't go well with the marinara sauce after I bite into it. It's like, ugh, what the fuck is this? But the sweetness of the pineapple going with the sweetness of the barbecue sauce, it's like a perfect mixture. Perfect. Barbecue sauce gotta be like tangy, you know? It gotta be like that. I don't know. Some, some of the- I'll say like Papa John. Is, can we talk about Papa John's? Of course. I feel we, like, we I feel like Papa John's. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they already got the fuck out of here, but you know oh, we can right. still talk about. Them. I mean, because like when that whole thing went down, like I had like half a box of Papa John's in my wow. in my fridge. I was like, do I throw this out for the culture? I never liked that white pizza no, that pizza tastes like slavery. So, I so, wait, 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 w
are you hurting yourself like this? <laughs> this is, oh, no. Pizza Hut crust got the consistency of public storage box. Oh. <laughs> hey, if you have the pizza wow. up in the box, you can literally drain a whole cup of oil off the pizza. That bitch greasy every time I get that pizza. You can dash that shit. You can fry some eggs for it. Wow. That's the final topic. Like, I know my cholesterol about to go up as soon as I open up that box. <laughs> That's how like, you know it's good. I no. I got to the hot blood. <laughs> so I got to recut the pizza when I get it to the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good pizza. <laughs> That's not a good pizza. <laughs> It'd be a big-ass piece, a little-ass piece. Uh, nah, nah. Papa John's at least consistent with the cut. All right, yeah. Eight equal slices. Uh, the real gag is I really don't even like pizza. Like that, but that's that's a whole other story. <laughs> I barely eat pizza oh unless it's free. I had some struggle days. Good KSU discount, <laughs> 50% off the Papa John's. Some of y'all don't even know about that little Caesar struggle. Man, I do. I do. I do. It, it that's gets left for freshman year and no, sophomore year of college. I was killing them hot ready. Boy, five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. It'd be like that. So you cop two. You gotta eat all them hoes in like 48 hours, though. <laughs> you really do. Lipsons is not good after two days, <laughs> No matter how hard you try. You be trying to sprinkle water on that bitch. Put it in the microwave, put it in the oven. Nah. Struggle. It's like, uh, you be pulling that shit. It's like silly, silly buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness. Relatable. Oh, to our listeners, do you guys believe that pineapples belong on pizza? Hit up the Twitter poll, let us know. And speaking of another topic, of course we all know it's Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? And shout, shout out to the black people in general. We all want you to, black excellence is always, right. we're always here for that. But I feel like there is a big issue that's going on within our community. Um, as I see here at this table, a lot of us were very different shades of black, but, um, you know, usually when it goes into the light skin versus dark skin type, you know, you know, those little arguments that go on, sometimes it gets maybe a little too heated, a little too personal. Once upon a time, it was just jokes, but now it seems as if this shit is like really real. So I think for right now, we're going to tackle the colorism issue in the black community. So, uh, Tori, what do you see is an issue in terms of colorism for us, and what can we do as people to fix it? Okay. I think a huge issue is that people need to understand the difference in, like, what is actually colorism and what is a preference. Like, I really don't think people understand that you can have a preference of light-skinned women, and you can still think black-skinned, or black-skinned, dark-skinned, or brown-skinned women are beautiful, or you can have a preference of dark-skinned men. Those things are okay. It is a difference when you're downing the other, you know, shades or whatever. That's the issue. So, like the other day, I don't know if y'all saw when Twitter was up in arms about Georgia Smith and saying how people only think she's beautiful because she's light skin and her light skin privilege has helped her. No, the Drake, 
That's bae. That's bae. She is. She fine. Okay. That's bae. And her light skin privilege didn't help her. The Drake stimulus package helped her. Because how many of y'all knew her before More Life? I know I didn't. But now I listen to her all the time. And I actually just saw what she really looked like the other day and was like, oh, she bad. Then got berated on Twitter because, oh, y'all only think she cute because she light skin. No, she cute. Because she cute. Like, people don't understand the difference. They they don't understand that you can, they almost don't even want you to think somebody light skin is cute. Like, at this point, they're making it seem like you can only like dark skin. You gotta be the blackity, blackiest black of all to be liked. Anything lighter than that, you ain't really black. We, <laughs> we ain't really with it, which is insane. It's sad because, you know, a lot of this is rooted in white supremacy. Um, you know, as a, because I'm African. So, um, you know, you would think that they would be more welcoming of all shits, but it's actually not the truth. Um, you see it in a lot of West Indian cultures and West African cultures. Um, people try to use cake soap to, you know, lighten their skin, bleaching creams. You know, they're all trying to, you know, get that, that light. Lightness is perfect. Lightness is beautiful. Um, and it's sad. It's sad. You know, I think as a society we've done a lot of, we've done a better job of you know combating this and making people feel more comfortable in their skin you know over the you know last 15 years or so but i do feel like we still got a lot of work to do um you know i'm dark skinned like growing up like i felt i had like a bunch of insecurities about you know my skin color and, you know african booty scratcher all that stuff so you know it, it wasn't really until you know, I got a little older where I, you know, started to embrace my skin color, embrace that, you know, black is beautiful in all shades. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's bad because it's dividing us as a people. Um, and like Jay-Z said, still nigga, regardless to them other folks, they're going to look at you the same way. Um, do light-skinned people have more of a privilege or so? You could say that because the other people are looking at them and they relate to their closer. Um, the darker you are, like, you're with other dark people. <laughs> you're like, I'm black or whatever. Um, so I don't know. Like like you said, you can have a preference. And a lot of times, the preference gets thrown off because you're saying, this is all I like. like. And it's like, that's not the truth. Like, this is what I prefer. But if she's over here looking like this and, you know, she looks like that, you know, that's cool. I'm going to like both of them. I like women. <laughs> but, or, you know, or vice versa for the uh, men and women. But, you know, I don't know. I, we could do better as a people because it is dividing us. And the way the country's at right now, you don't have time to be worried about, oh, they're light skin or they're dark skin or they're African or whatever. Y'all black. <laughs> and that's all everybody else seeing. So you might as well ban with them. They might be able to put you somewhere. You don't know that because you're letting your um, your mind tell you like I can't fuck with them because they lie to me or they dark to me. Like it is what it is. You just gotta get over that. You gotta grow up eventually. We all gotta grow up. It also seems like it's also not just a big issue within our communities. It's also a big issue in terms of like Hollywood. You know, in terms of that, like some of the big like. TV shows, it seems like it caters more toward the light skin rather than the dark skin, because you know, light is one shade close to white. So, so. I mean, I, I agree with that, but since I'm really 
not on that whole light skin, dark skin thing. To me, especially all y'all crying about representation, I see a black person and I'm just happy it's some black people. To me, you look like me. I don't care how black you are, how brown you are, how light you are, you black, you look like me. That's what I think. So it killed me when everybody was going in on Yara Shahidi and the cast of Grownish because, oh, dark skinned people don't go to college. Okay, y'all. I mean, for real, can we like just be happy about anything? It's black people. What, what y'all want? I don't, I just can't. It seems like there's no making people happy. Like, in certain instances, but there could be more representation of dark-skinned people, of African people, of, cause no, it isn't, you know, technically, my scarf is hanging but it's not just, <laughs> <laughs> it isn't just, um, black people, there are different ethnicities, just like, you know, Afro-Cuban and others, you know, there, it would be nice to see even more diversity, but, you know, I'm just happy that there's way more black people on TV than it used to be and in more positive lights than what it used to be. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think we nitpick a little too much. Um, you know, you take Ronish, for example. I mean, just for every light people, with, you know, every show with a light skin a cast, I can show you one with dark skin. Look at Black Panther, for example, just get that, you know, breaking records this weekend. Majority book dark skin cast. So, you know, it's there. It's really where, where are you looking? Like, because I can show for everyone here, I can show you something else. So, uh, I think we should really, you know, you have a light skin person in your family. I'm like my mom and my brother light skin. So, like, I like to see, you know, if I'm seeing black folk on TV, that's me. That's my family. So, you know, like uh, Tori said, like, hey, you know, I just want to see us win. I want to see all of us win. It don't really matter to me. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go where they want you. Um, other times it's good to fight where they don't want you. Uh, make your money though. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never gonna, like you said, I ain't never gonna be mad at white black man getting paid. Like, we all come from slaves somewhere. <laughs> so at the end of the day, like they winning, you winning. Regardless, like it might be ten years down the road before you get that break, but they can look and say, oh, he did that earlier, so. We're going to give you a chance. And that's all that anybody can want is a chance. Yeah. Side note, I am so happy that Black Panther came out because it's been getting really hard just rooting for Falcon. Because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, he, he was the only man that was holding it down for us for a period of time. But I'm so happy that Black Panther has slid in because goddamn Falcon is... Falcon weak. Falcon shit, man. Yeah, oh, we, my God. We gotta, we I'm gotta. so excited. <laughs> You gotta kind of admit that now, man. Falcon, Falcon, he may have been on some All Life Matter shit. Okay. <laughs> That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hot shit, boy. Hey, he might. Hey, you, if you watch Civil War, you saw how he was a little apprehensive when uh, Takala was around, man. So uh, he might be on some double A. Nigga, strong as hell. Y'all saw the beginning of the other movie, Captain America laughing his ass just running, so of course, like, nah, I wouldn't be happy either, like, I gotta work extra hard, right. Right. and I'm still gonna be in the back. <laughs> now these wins, I'm just a sergeant with, with a charger, that's <laughs> <laughs> truly. Shit, might as well be at the command center. <laughs>
ain't gonna lie, just thinking about that scene with him running around, goddamn Falcon that whole time, but then going back to Civil War and seeing Black Panther pull that goddamn shield down with so much like ease. I was like, oh, that tunnel scene when they was running. And uh, he chased the monkey down, and Captain America had to get in the BMW. Yeah. <laughs> and still was behind. Slow. So you know, Falcon way back. <laughs> That's a good point. I never thought about that. I ain't never thought about we only had Falcon. I'm glad black people is seeing somebody like this making them come out to comic book movies though, like, cause that's all it is at the end of the day. <laughs> this shit was shot in the egg. But uh, <laughs> uh, and enjoy. If that's what you want to put your time and effort into, go enjoy, man. Yeah, yeah we'll see that. It was dope, yeah, just seeing, cause like, some of the scenes you can just point out, like, alright, I know where that is. Like, the, like one of the scenes was in high music, so like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I know where that is, I know where that is. Like, that, that's kind of dope, like, you know, they bring in a business to the A. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't really think that we were gonna go all out costume-wise to the movie theaters, but when I actually saw the shits... I was like, oh, damn, y'all for real. Some of y'all were dressing like y'all were from coming to America. Some of y'all had, like, Black Panther costumes. Some of y'all was in, your, you know, African-type clothing. I was like, okay, I guess we, I mean, we, we got to let people enjoy things, I guess. I guess it's not the most practical thing. It's not. Uh, yeah, y'all was on some nigga shit. I ain't talking about y'all. Like, when I went last <laughs> night. Y'all was on some nigga shit, man. When, when I went last night, uh, I had to park, like, in the back of the lot of theater because it was so many damn people so i'm like if you in like your chief joffrey you know get up you know zamunda with the lion skin you gonna walk like all across the parking lot with that shit on or it's like i was at work you have like an uber drive like, if, if it's me i gotta come in an uber xl or something yeah like, you I, gotta gotta, come I gotta come like royalty like you know i can't just be coming through the parking lot <laughs> regular in full gear everybody's <laughs> like crazy I don't mind people dressing up as like Black Panther characters and all that. Uh, I felt a little way though when you just wearing random shit, wearing dashikis yeah. and shit. I'm not African either, but I feel like that's appropriate in that culture, which has been going on for a while, regardless of the movie. Because there's no dashikis in Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Y'all was just dressing up in random African shit, randomly bringing food. I mean, uh, y'all was just, yeah. I mean, have fun, but sheesh. Exactly. Don't ruin it for the other movie. Goals. Exactly. Right. You know, you can keep it. Keep it. I mean, I, I don't mind, but just keep it under control. You know, just don't be wilding out talking to the screen and shit. Oh, we gonna do that. Come on now. We gonna do that regardless. Yeah, if it was the Tyler Perry, whoever, Get Out, you know, black people gonna talk at the screen. So y'all niggas was wilding during Get Out. So like, wow. That's why I waited <laughs> to see that. Yeah, I, I went to two different. I went to see it twice during opening weekend, just as a social experiment type of thing. I went to Stonecrest Mall uh, opening night, and I went to Atlantic Station on uh, Saturday night. All bad. You should have known. All bad. <laughs> both times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Atlantic Station's probably even a little worse than Stonecrest. What? Which is surprising. That's yeah. crazy. Because they was wilding at the screen. That's not for real. I went to uh, get out that opening weekend on Saturday at Atlantic Station, full of niggas. 
My, I got robbed. What? Got, yes. My, no, <laughs> my phone. Li- literally, as I'm walking out of the theater, like with everybody, we're all bumping into each other because we all oh. going over to the exit. I don't know what happened, but somebody pickpocketed my phone out of my damn pocket. <laughs> and I was like, bro, what is going on? I was thinking maybe I dropped it, but it was nowhere on the ground where I was sitting. I was like, fam, somebody really just went in my goddamn pocket and snatched my phone. See, I, I knew better. I know the ones to go to and the ones not to go to. First of all, I don't go anywhere opening weekend. Opening weekend is a no for me. I don't. I definitely don't go to nothing with even one black person to Stonecrest because they don't know how to act. <laughs> for real. So, yeah. I'll go to South Lake though, actually. If you go in the morning and they got the recline seats now, if y'all didn't know, y'all can go to AMC South Lake. They got the recline seats. They got the bar and stuff. They got a like bucket down there. It's lit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Give me my first job. Oh, okay. I was standing out here tearing tickets for like eight hours, no break. What the fuck you think I'm a standing? Customer service money. Oh, that's hilarious. I think we got time for one more topic, and I think all of us we've we've been through this before. We've we've all sent out a text, and since we are all, I'm pretty sure every last one of us are iPhone users. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Of course, you know that person may have a certain read receipts on, and it just says red at 6:58, and never gets responded at that period of time. So, how do you guys handle being left on red? <laughs> so for me it really just depends on who the person is mm-hmm. like if it's what if whatever i'm talking about isn't that important or you're just a friend or one of the girls then okay leave me on red whatever but if you like my nigga i ain't gonna lie i'm, I'm gonna probably blow you up like i'm gonna probably text you again uh, i'm gonna probably wait a couple hours i'm gonna probably call you yeah it just depends on our relationship and if i know i can do that i'm not gonna do that to a random or somebody who i really don't care about but if i fucked you i'm probably going to continue to hit you up until you hit me back until it just turns to me pulling up so Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, it's, if that's the type of relation we have, then yeah, I'm like, what's good? Are you dead? Like, somebody that gave out that great age. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, it's it, it, it be like that sometimes, okay? Well, I mean, piggybacking off what she said, um, <laughs> yeah, it, everything just depends on the person. Um, really, I don't take it personal. Um, oh, Mainly because my receipts are off, so I kind of do people like that sometimes. Um, you know, people busy. Uh, you may you may have read it and forgot you have your response there. You forgot to send it. And you know, I'm you know I'm a busy person, so like I know that I'm not the best texter sometimes. And I, when I get back to you, I get back to you. You know, it's just it is what it is. Like I just. I, I don't think I don't really blow up too much about it. Now if we're like involved in a relationship, uh, I may be a little hasty, you know. I may be I might just block you. <laughs> like 
you know, just to like set some, you know, some precedent. Like, what? Like, <laughs> Ooh, we gonna block it. That's why they be pulling up. Exactly. He said to set a precedent. Exactly. Oh my god. You leave me on red for like hours. You know, I see you tweeting. You know, you've been on Snap. You know, you don't show everybody what you ate today. Wow. You ain't different. You ain't responding to my text. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm gonna start acting different. <laughs> uh, I, I could I could agree with that. If you are actively texting somebody and they stop and then you just see them going all their day, all like Snap, IG or whatever, yeah, you're gonna feel some type of way. Um and like you said in the beginning, it's all about who that person is that leaves you on red. Like if they ain't nobody then that's cool. Like if it's somebody you're trying to pursue, then yeah, you're gonna feel some type of way or if somebody you're in a relationship with, you know. That's going to make you be like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> like, why, why they can't text me? I'm busy, at least. Um, I've gotten older and gotten to the point where uh, if it's important, I'm going to call first. Um, and if you don't pick up the phone call or answer the text, then I know something's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody's stupid, uh, hopefully. <laughs> but, yeah, that leave, it can hurt you if you're insecure. Like, if you need that constant, like, texting, um, and then they just stop. Yeah, especially if it's like in the middle of the day. Like, well, damn. I mean, you know they're not busy. Like, you know their lifestyle. You know what they do. Yeah, you're going to feel some type of way. But I ain't blocking nobody. I can't have them pull <laughs> 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 up on me. But that would be crazy. I couldn't pull up on nobody like that. I feel like it was a male. Polo game. Sure, that's like fine. Shot. But as a, male, <laughs> as a male, don't be pulling up on no female. What's going on with you? <laughs> What's going on with you? You better hit your niggas up and say, man. can we go out, brother? I think you would be surprised, man. Take my mind off. Right, yeah, before you get there. Nah, shit, roll up. Smoke it out before you do that. Let's think about this. Yeah. Like, my nigga, are you sure? Right. Yeah. Are you sure? Cause, whew, you know she gonna tell somebody This nigga pulled up on me Acting all crazy <laughs> She gonna put you on the TL Alright It's gonna be all bad Girl, it's you know we got him pussy with girl <laughs> Oh yes, you getting talked about all in the group message Not even gonna lie That's oh, real yeah. Just tell her what I'm putting it out <laughs> <laughs> You know we gonna leave that part out Let the group know that too <laughs> I used to be very guilty of leaving read receipts on and like I used to just look at text and just forget to text back. Yeah. Like I'm I'm very guilty because I be busy. Right. Sometimes I have a whole job. Like I'm working a nine to five. If you text me during that nine to five period, if I look at your text, like shit, nine times out of ten, it's probably not gonna get responded at that period of time. Right. And then I knew that I had to probably take off the read receipts when my mom got an iPhone. Yeah. Mm. Big facts. And <laughs> when my mother texts me and it showed that I read it. And I never responded. Let me tell you how many times she blew up my phone. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> no it was an immediate phone call. And she was like, who the hell you think you is to ignore my goddamn text? I was like, this is the moment. I'm going to turn this shit off. And I'm going to just act like, oh, I, I'm just seeing it for the first time. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, ladies. Ugo really don't respond to texts. He, he means that. He really doesn't. Listen, sometimes I just don't feel like it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Texting is, is is it's a little draining sometimes. I don't what? Know, That's just how I feel. It's just like just going back and forth with somebody. I'm like, all right, I just need to be by myself. I'm gonna play 2K. Like, I, I, I get back with you in like two hours. Wow. I'm better in person rather than through text messages. Right. Because right. yeah. I feel like you can't really determine my personality in terms of text unless I mean. I mean, I can kind of show it, but in person, I feel like I'm better. Oh yeah, I, uh, my full personality doesn't go on this way until you see me in person. So. I 
don't know. Personally, I, I like text because I can think stuff through more. Like, I don't know, in person sometimes you might just be talking, you might forget certain things. Oh, I wanted to say this. In a text, I actually have time to sit and think about it before I press send. Why are y'all shaking y'all heads? If it go too long, like, we, it's not like that's like more for arguments. Like, wow. <laughs> if it go too long and you concocting this big mess, <laughs> trying to make a nigga slip up, like, of what? course, at that time, yeah. Man, I don't send paragraphs no more because we all know y'all saying. don't read them. We all I'm know read, y'all don't I'm, read them. I'm reading read the last one. <laughs> 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 First line, middle line, last line. She tripping, she tripping, she tripping. Okay, she got a point. Let me say something to that. And then after read the long text, you still got to hear what you talk about. Right. Now, that will get you either A blocked or B pulled up on. Right there. Yeah, that'll get you blocked for right there. What you mean? You send this thing in MLA format. Can I get the sparkles? Wow. I don't need to have a lawyer read through the text. I don't know it's like, am I contractually obligated to do anything here? But uh, I like texting. I think a lot of guys like texting. <coughs> I actually enjoy texting, but I think that's because in high school, like, I was in a relationship, like, all of high school. So it was like, I was texting every single day, all the time. So I'm used to that shit. Like, yeah, me too. But as I've gotten older, not been in a relationship like that no more, now it don't matter. Like, I might, like, Ula said, I might look at you and be like, all right, you text me. I might text you back later. <laughs> like, like, and it's not on purpose. It's just sometimes I be doing what I'm doing and I respond when I feel like it. That sounds terrible, but that's life. That's life, man. No. Like not everybody just gonna like come to you every morning. You know, hey, I'll get back with you later. Like, your boss is not gonna respond to your email like immediately. Like, about your PTO request. So, never. Never. <laughs> never. He's like, I ain't get it. <laughs> Like the other, like I think, like at my old job, right before I left, I was like, I'm trying to use up all this PTO quality. I was just like, I had to go pull up at my, like my my manager on the other side of the floor. It's like, hey, you wanna uh, get my email? Like, no. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm gonna just sit here until you like put the request in, and then I'm gonna go back to my desk to make sure I get that email notification that's that's being processed. Facts. <laughs> that is real. And uh, as we wrap up, of course, we always end the segment with a uh, last call. Of course, you always will always give a shout out to anything and everything that you guys want to talk about. So, of course, Tori, you got any shout outs? Okay, well, first of all, I did not even say my Twitter name, but if you didn't know, this is Girl from Atlanta from Twitter. But I want to shout out uh, to my beautiful goddaughter. I love her. She'll be five this year. She's so cute. Aww. That's my baby. That's She's cool. all I need. No kids for me. <laughs> no kids 2024. Hey. <laughs> uh, yo, just shout out to um, the rest of the squad, GPG, uh, uh, Charlie uh, Charlie Says, and Glenna Steele. Um, holding it down, holding it down for y'all. Um, yeah, we got some projects coming up. Um, We're going to collab with... Uh, Kimball, he gonna come on the uh, GP podcast and Tori as well soon. So um, be on the lookout for that. Uh, we got our website uh, in development right now. Should be up uh, sometime next week. Uh, YouTube coming up. Um, hey, follow us on Twitter and IG, uh, the GPG podcast. Let's do what Ugo said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, follow me on Twitter. Let's go Ugo. Yeah. Let's go underscore who's on. You can follow me always just in time. That's A L W Y S just in time. Uh, 
That's what's up. Oh, of course, as always, here on the Coda, you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and tune in. Also, tune into the GPG podcast. You guys are on iTunes, SoundCloud as well. So, oh, yeah, as always. And if you ever want to be on the show, just, you know, let a nigga know. Because, you know, I'm always here to let new faces, you know, new voices be able to talk your shit. Because that's what we're here for, to let you talk your shit. So, as always, it's Kemble. We're about to wrap it up. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for a brand new episode of Decoded. Later.